nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18-hole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com. Keyword passport. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts. You know what I love about that? That's Amy Daniels. She's a, what's she, a, like the head of programming for Hubbard, or, or is that Dan? Who's got the title? I don't know. She's bo- They're all boss. They're all the bosses. That's exactly yeah. right. Whenever I call her or she calls me and we can't talk, it's the same thing. Oh, you know what? I'll call you back. Nah, I just call to say I hated you anyway and hang up. Done. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. Uh, every time. Yeah. Okay, Bernard, I hate you. Goodbye. So it all works out in the end. No, it's, uh, things are working out very, very well. Kristen Burt. Uh, somebody told me, by the way, when we restructure next week, we're moving back an hour, that you get to choose whatever, where do you, where you want to be? What the hell is that? I don't know. Amy gave me the choice. Oh, for God's sake. When would you like to be on, Kristen? Well, maybe it's because when we were going to go into the afternoon originally... Mm-hmm. I said, this is my preference in this order, but I'll be flexible. So maybe this time around, since we're just going an hour later, she gave me the choice. I don't know. God, aren't you a big What'd deal? What'd you pick? Oh, I picked, um, I'm just trying to remember for your time. Um, well, it, it's 8.20 here, so it's 10.20 your time. So it's the last oh, hour. God, that's good. Fine. So you get to sleep. Yes, I get to sleep, and oh. I, I actually have to start work before <laughs> I come and visit you guys. So it will, because I work on East Coast time anyway. So oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I oh, do. Oh, God, in L.A. working on East Coast time? I love it. I'm a morning person, and I love finishing oh, okay. my day By at, noon. like, 1231. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Did you see that A.J. gave you the double fist pump? He was happy for you? I just know it's, I know it's great to be able to sleep in a little bit. How would yeah. I know? I know you don't know. That's why you <laughs> didn't fist yet. pump. Not yet, I don't know, but I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah, no I mean, getting up it. at like 4.30 is not great, but I, I would, I'm going to be up by 5.45, 6 on my own, so. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah. That's how it's going to end up. Well, I got up at 3.15 for 37 years, so I'm, I think I'm finally getting past that. Yeah, I, 3.15 yeah. is tough. Those like wee hours of the morning oh. are rough. And the greatest part of it is, toward the pand- in the middle of the pandemic, there was no traffic at all. Then all of a sudden, you're driving in at like, you know, five in the morning, and it was packed. It's like, Jesus. I learned how far away things really are in L.A. during the pandemic. Uh, oh, yeah. Because yeah. I, do, I do a segment for a French entertainment show once a week, and driving to the studio, it takes me an hour. And during the pandemic, France got up and running ahead of the U.S. Mm-hmm. And so... 
probably it was like late May, maybe 2020, I was going back into the studio to shoot segments. It was just me and a camera person. I mean, it wasn't like the big production or anything, but it was taking me 18 minutes door to door, not one hour. Whoa. Oh, LA traffic's disgusting. Yeah, everything's an hour in LA in normal times. During the pandemic, everything was 18 to 22 minutes away. I was like, oh wow, I really do live close. <laughs> it all worked out in the end. Yeah. Um, Catherine and I watched the second episode of Endeavor last night, that 46 or 48 show uh, series that all the uh, episodes are an hour and a half long. So it's like watching a movie every time you watch it. Really good show though. It's really good. Are you going to watch it while she's away and you're going to no. FaceTime each other and be, no. be cute? No, we don't, I don't do I, We always watch our stuff together. It's really great. Do you and hold hands on the couch? No, because Jude sits right between us and won't let us. More me now. I'm right between the two of you. That's just how it is. The pets do dominate. Yeah, my boy <coughs> yeah. cat, Linus, dominates me all the time. He just wants <laughs> no one else to touch me. I'm his. That's that. The only time that Jude ever moves, he just lays there and sleeps. Unless there's a dog on TV barking, then he goes berserk. It's like, it's on television, you dope. Calm down. Right? <laughs> yep. I just think it's funny when animals react to what's happening on the television. Yeah, it is funny. Because <laughs> he does, there's no question. But yeah, I'd like to hold Catherine's hand and watch TV sometime, but it's never going to happen. Jude's making sure that you are not the number one person. It's so weird, too, because when she's gone, he looks out the front window, then he runs downstairs and looks out the back window, and then he comes back up and looks. He, he, he has to find her. When she comes home, he has to know when she's there. She's number one to him in oh, her, his world. I don't think know. there's any doubt about that. That's yeah. I get along fine with Jude, but I am not Catherine. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> so start she's start bringing him to the airport so he can see her like physically get on the plane. Oh, like, yeah, she's, yeah. He's, she's going on vacation. She'll be back. That'd be great. He'd piss and moan for the entire time. I can guarantee it. Anything new we should know about going on in Hollywood? Any uh, strikes uh, coming to an end? Anything good? Well, writer's strike is officially over, over. Okay. Writers are allowed okay. to be back at work today as of 12.01 a.m., which is fantastic. And it looks like Bill Maher's show will be the first one up and running out of the late night shows. He will be back on set this Friday. So Okay. Yeah. So we're going to get back up to speed. We will probably see the other late night shows get up and running in the next week and then the daytime shows probably the week after that but this is really good news and at, in yeah. terms of scripted films and, and tv this allows the writers to get back to work so that hopefully we can resolve this actor strike in the next couple of weeks here and hopefully we can have people back on set like in full production before thanksgiving was this all based on greed yeah, because this is what it's like. I feel like I've been explaining the strike, but understand this. The AMPTP and the studios, what they wound up giving the writers, they gave them. This is a good deal. This mm -hmm. is probably one okay. of the first good deals we've seen out of a strike. They could have given them that on May 1st. Right. They decided to let them strike for five months <coughs> and everybody lose all this money, whether it's on the WGA side or the studio side. And they came with some great terms that everyone agreed upon when this could have been done in the early spring. Yeah. Why do they do those things? Is somehow they're padding their own pockets more? I, did, I think they didn't understand the resolve of the workers this time around. There has yeah. been a yeah. 
a really notable shift since the pandemic when it comes to workers' rights, when it comes to fairness, when it comes to what are the executives earning at the top and what are people who work for the corporation earning? That like disparity has been noted and I'm telling you, Gen Z is gonna save us all because they're all discussing it in great terms and to great explanation on TikTok. And people are understanding that they need to show their value and show their worth. And if it takes a strike, it takes a strike. And the problem is, what we've talked about many times, our politicians are the most disgusting people on earth because if they shut the government down, all the public employees get nothing. They get zero income, but every one of the politicians gets a full paycheck. How well, disgusting. We could go and talk God. about their health insurance. They have top-notch health insurance, oh. but the rest of America does not. So it's, you know... It, it's, we, we're chasing our tails on a lot of this, but I'm really happy that the writers got what they deserved and probably more than they expected. I, they might have conceded on something and they didn't. So I, I'm really happy for them. And hopefully this sets the, the path for the actors to make a similar deal. And let's just all get back to work. Yeah, it sounds great. I'm glad that, that it's starting to, to wrap up. Look, entertainment is a wonderful thing and you can go back because of streaming. I guess they'd never have to make a show again as long as you live because there are so many things you've never <laughs> I seen. I don't know. The studios are now having, trying to figure out how what the way forward is. And yeah. you know, for someone yep. like me who loves a binge watch, <clears throat> that's going to go away. Netflix, I think, even is not going to be dumping all 10 episodes oh, of really? a show out there. Yeah, they're, they're, most of the streamers are moving to a model where they debut like either one or two episodes per week. Mm -hmm. And this is to re prevent people like me from you know, just binge watching it and then canceling. They want to keep you as a subscriber uh, because they're watching people like go, oh, I'm just here for six weeks or I'm here for eight weeks. They want to keep you months and months at a time. And they keep you by putting those shows out weekly, not all at the same time. I suppose that that's probably a prudent move, don't you think? People burning. It's a good business them. move. Yeah. As someone who loves a binge watch, I don't love it, but I understand it for sure. Anything, are there any whispering about some great ideas that are coming out of this whole deal since they've been sitting around doing nothing for a few months? <laughs> well, I think a lot. I had like a big monologue yesterday on the family about like the big reset that's right, coming. Right, right. And I, I hope that my predictions are true. Um, but I also do think, and you're going to kill me for mentioning her name, but I do think that Taylor Swift is going to prove that event films are the way to go for the future because yes it works in the summer but does it work in the slow season during the fall they're predicting it's going to be a 100 million dollar weekend for her Ooh. i think that that is going to be something that the studios have to pay attention to i've never had one of those a <laughs> hundred million dollar weekend no i never have I, what, what it's am nice I doing wrong? i'd highly recommend it <laughs> i mean <laughs> saying that like the event like using the taylor swift model like yeah that sounds nice but is it just because she's taylor swift and the most popular person on the planet right now it works for like a taylor swift it worked for a barbie it was an original film the marketing that went into it was smart you they marketed it as like hey this is a girls night out this is we've got i mean how many photos did you guys see on social media over the summer of everyone in their movie theater lobby in that barbie box mm -hmm. posing um simple things like that go a long way to marketing a movie or oppenheimer coming out the same weekend as barbie was like uh oh we're up against like a giant here and then someone was like let's do barbenheimer we've got two great original movies why can't we do a double feature so smart.
all of that and start leaning into those things to make it special to go to the movies and make it feel like, okay, if I'm spending a hundred dollars with snacks, tickets and paying for a babysitter, let's make it something worthwhile. I understand also finally Hollywood is beginning to move away from all this outer space and all this. Ugh. I hate these movies that are coming out now. I, I, they're going to move away from that from what I understand. Is like that true? Like the Marvel-esque kind yeah, of world? Yeah, okay. ish. Ugh. Yeah, they're going to have to lean less on the franchises, the reboots, the superhero movies. Right. Now, a lot of the the calendar is set through like 2027, 2028. Really? So we can't stop that juggernaut, juggernaut from happening. But I think we're going to start seeing as they catch up with production and, and writing and everything else, I think we'll start seeing a notable shift. And we'll be able to look at it probably in a five-year, ten-year chunk of like, oh, this was the market shift in the industry. Yeah, I mean, television is getting better and better as it goes along. And I think, because I love going to the movies. Catherine, I just went to a movie last week. You know, that sat there, had a wonderful time at the Adina Theater. I would love to go to the movies, but I love watching Streaming television has made television the best it's ever been. Well, it keeps you busy. And I'm excited yeah. because Hulu is coming back with a show that has never made it to a streamer. That was like an 80s pop culture total like water cooler show and it's with bruce willis and civil shepherd it's moonlighting oh moonlighting was a good show it's a great show all five yep. seasons are finally dropping on hulu on october 10th and if anyone watched that show it is so good i don't think people realize like what a great singer and musician bruce willis is yeah and that was the big hang-up they were trying to get the music rights for that show were so expensive but hulu was able to make it happen see that's pretty interesting I kind of like it. How's he doing, by the way? Uh, he's not doing well. That's what um, I've heard, yeah. Yeah, he, he's got that frontotemporal oh, dementia, God. which is a mouthful. But um, his wife, Emma Hemming, was recently on the Today Show, I want to say within the last couple of days. And, you know, they were asking, like, how is he doing? Does he understand? And she's like, I'm not really sure that he understands what he's going through at this point. Mm -hmm. um, he's under great care, obviously. You know, Emma has the support of, Demi Moore and all of their kids from his right. first marriage. Right. Um, so I, you know, I think he's well taken care of. But it's been a it's been a rough few years, and I think you know he. If you read some of the the deep dives that were done about his last few years on set, it was extremely sad. He was working and mm -hmm. he was in the throes of the dementia, and you know you can kind of question like why he was working, but I think he was trying to make that last bit of money for his kids. Yeah, probably true. Is this all genetic? You know, I don't know about that because he yeah, originally was diagnosed with aphasia, so I'm not right. sure what the causes are for it. Um, and, you know, brain diseases, it's really one of the last areas of research we haven't really cracked the code on it. Because, I mean, I lost my uncle this year to um, Parkinson's and Lewy body dementia, which is what Robin Williams had. And once it really took hold of his body the decline was very rapid. He was gone within four years. Some of the greatest quotes of all time have come out of this, like the final words of people, like what Bruce Willis's final words are going to be. And it's obviously not recorded, but it, it has been claimed for years and years and years that Al Capone, who died of syphilis, which gives you brain rot like there's no tomorrow, from what I understand. Do you ever hear what his final words were? Mm -mm. Now, no one can prove this, but they claim it's absolutely true that as he died, Al Capone said, best communion suit on a block, ma. 
Isn't that sad? That's so <laughs> That's sad. Really sad. <laughs> he thought he was a little boy again. <laughs> oh no! They claim that's a true story. Can never prove it, obviously. Huh. But I wouldn't doubt that. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that they do say. But what the hell? Let's get back. Is there any happy news? Right? <laughs> oh, we all just get quiet. <laughs> so, I know. I was notes. like, I don't even know how to react to that because it's just so sad. It's so um, sad. Um, how are you feeling about the potential Office reboot? I love the Office. It's going to be a lot of the same people. We don't know. It, it, you know, it's so funny. Um, Puck News, which is a, it's a very like what did inside. You just say? It's called Puck News. Oh, I thought you said something else. I'm like, whoa. Nope, it is not the F-bomb. Okay. It is okay. Puck News, and uh, it's very inside baseball, really what's going on in the entertainment industry. I would say even more inside baseball than like a Variety or a Hollywood Reporter. They were talking about the strike, and they're like, yeah, you know, and Greg Daniels, you know, is try wants to get back to working on the Office reboot. Like, just randomly in a newsletter, and you're like, well, what? Don't like bury the lead on us. Right. So that's all we know about it is that Greg Daniels, who was the creator of the U.S. office, mm -hmm. um, U.S. version, mm -hmm. is going back to work on somehow rebooting it. So we don't know. I mean, I just feel like I don't think we'll see Steve Carell and John no, Krasinski come back. No, I, I don't see it. Um, but I feel like for some of the other supporting characters, I feel like that could happen. They're going to have to find somebody to replace Steve Carell, though, because... He was a huge part of that show. Who could slide into that role? Because we saw a lot of people like Will Ferrell came in for a while. James Spader came in for a while. Yeah. Um, Idris Elba came in for a while. None of them matched what Steve no. Carell did with that role. He played stupidity to the nth degree. Oh, it was so obnoxious. <laughs> it was phenomenal. But so heart, obnoxious and heart. lovely and like you... <laughs> You had pity for him and also yeah. hated him. Yes. It was like so many bosses I've had in my life who were like, you know, make a joke at a meeting where you're like, end your life, but also, <laughs> oh, I want you to, like, I wish you'd do better. Like, you know what I mean? There, yeah. There's like a lot of yep. wrapped up emotions in Steve. I don't know. That's a great question, Chris. And who would you put in that role? You know everybody. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think because I'm like, at the time, nobody fit the role and, and, I just want Steve Carell back because we're in a yes. post Me Too era and he wouldn't survive maybe the sexual harassment era. The, <laughs> like you shouldn't be sleeping with your coworkers era, um, like all of that. So I kind of need Steve Carell back for this, but um, I'm trying to think like who would be a Steve Carell 2.0? Well, as Brittany always points out, the best line in the history of that show was given by Steve Carell about superstition. Yeah, he's, he, go, he, he was uh, doing his confessional and he goes, you know, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. <laughs> I mean, that's a brilliant it's line. so good. So simple and so, so brilliant good. at the same time. Yeah, he, I don't know, would you want to be the actor that came in and replaced him? No, and Me I also either. don't know if I want a reboot, to be honest. I yeah. feel like yeah. The Office encompasses such a moment in time and the, it's an era of comedy that e there are some episodes you could not get away with in 2020. That's true. Okay, I have somebody. Oh, she's got somebody. Okay, go. Tim Robinson. Yes. Yeah, I, 
I love him. He is I a comedic him. genius. So which one's that guy? He was on Detroiters. And I think you should leave. And with I think Tim you should Robinson. leave. Don't know either one of them. He's oh. so corny, but like oh, leans into it and is just cringe. But you love it. You can't stop. He won't let a joke go, and he'll keep going farther. Tim Robinson might be the answer. If you could get Sam Richards, uh, Richardson on the show, like with him as yeah. a just a guy that, oh my god that duo would be amazing that would like be like a good. comedic duo yes It'd be like dwight Schrute, like rain wilson bounced off of steve Carell. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah i'm so glad i got aj excited we are going to produce the hell out of this you should text or no slide into greg daniels dms and make this happen yeah yeah i'm gonna work on that no <laughs> i'll just text him i have his number yeah are they gonna just have to create a completely different show with none of the characters returning I bet that they will try and get a few of the You'd other think, Creed yeah. could be there. Creed could still be working there and like <laughs> dyeing his hair with the uh, the printer ink. God. Stanley, come on. I mean, he's going to be there for life. Stanley, I hope, is retired by now. Stanley is uh, should be I feel in like Florida. He's a consultant. He's a consultant who comes, like, he couldn't yes. retire 100%. Totally. And he has to come in. Well, he, he, I feel like he would be a guy that's working from home that they want to come back in the yes! office. And he's just like, I'm not, I'm not coming oh, back. Oh, yes. sorry. I'm breaking yeah. up. I'd yeah. love to do the Zoom meeting, but I got to go. I love that's a great <laughs> idea, AJ. I love that. Yeah, the, the return to office or the hybrid model. I'm not coming back to that office. And like the corny things that Steve Carell's character would do with Zoom would kind of be hilarious. Okay, I'm in. Full in. Let's oh, do this. Oh, they're not going to get Mindy Kaling. Like there's so many yeah, people like, look, they're right. not going to get. They're too yep. big now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To come back to the show. Maybe a cameo. Maybe, but. Yeah, that's true. Not. They'll probably do cameos and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. But not a series regular or anything like that. And I tell you what, I love the British version as much as I love the, the American version. They're great shows. Yeah, it is. And I, it's, it's sometimes, though, I do get a little worried when they do a reboot because I'm like, yeah, yeah totally. Ruin my, like, my perception of the show. Like, don't, it's because sometimes I feel like it weakens the franchise. Yeah, you might be right about that. All right, sister, another brilliant report. Now we'll be pining away for Steve Carell for the rest of the day. I know. He's the best. He is good. I'll see you all tomorrow morning. Looking forward to it. Thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt going to be on the... Yeah, we were just uh, talking about this. We were originally talking about moving, taking the show and moving it to like a midday spot because Uncle Tommy got sick of waking up early in the morning. And then we kind of decided, why don't we just shift it back one hour uh, instead of from, you know, seven to whatever it was do it from eight to whatever. And I think that's going to work for everybody pretty well, I think. I mean, you, you got the reset going, don't you, Brittany? Yeah. I've got the reset going. Look how fired up she is about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> pretty amazing. I'm, not, I, I'm excited. I mean, I don't know. I, I, eight o'clock's pretty good. And I think more importantly, let's go back to Cindy. Cindy wrote in today saying, Britt, we love you. You are the best part of the show and oh, it falls apart without gosh. you. So I'll be here at eight on Monday. Is that your like burner account that you message? <laughs> Beverly. <laughs> it's and her email is Brittany's mom at <laughs> gmail.com. Hey Cindy, there's an ambulance on the way to your house. <laughs> because if you think she's a barn burner, you better go to the hospital and get the little cat scan done. Eight o'clock a little early to start drinking, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <That's> exactly <laughs> Not if you're Hoda right. and Kathy Lee. So that starts what next Monday, right? Next Monday, right. We, we do uh, Instead of 7 to 10, we're going to do 8 to 11. Yeah. 
and then the the actually the family podcast is going to be connected to this podcast so it'll be just Wait, next next Monday, like next week, or like next Monday is in like not this Monday, but the following. In like five days. Five, okay. In Nobody five tells days. me anything, so I just. Gotta Nobody tells sure. anybody anything. Right. So, but it'll be yes in five okay. more days. Perfect. You'll be able to come in and mess things up. It'll be horrible. Awesome. Can't but wait. you'll be welcome. You know what I mean? I'm excited. It's going to be great, absolutely. But yeah, I we we were kind of thinking about that. It's like, well, the show's working, so why would we want to move it? Right. Just shovel her back one hour. Right. And I'm sure they'll be streaming. I'm not streaming, but downloading available at 7 o'clock anyway, if you want to do that. Yeah, and then make gradual changes rather than one big drastic change. And it's true. Forward. Like drastic change of having you come on the show. You mean like that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's gone. Nobody's called in. Nobody's boycotting. I get the emails. I mean, you don't read them on air, so that's nice of you. That's, thank so you. I appreciate oh, that. That's the one so thing. they aren't as good as the, your email. No, it's, I'm not getting any it. praise from Cindy, but, you know, we'll yeah. work on it. We'll work on it. Is that it. what we're saying over here, that he didn't I'm get the praise like you do? anything. I'm just saying. You're Cindy, a horrible human Cindy being. Cindy ain't oh writing about Devin. That's, yeah. Cindy's not. Well, just read the one. Just make something up. Peter wrote, only you, Tom. <laughs> and I have no idea what he was referencing because I, I read it during a commercial break. Only you, Tom. Ha, ha, ha. Wait, so how do the, how do the listeners write in? Do they, do they go to the app? Do they, they go to the app. text you? On the top left, there's a little feedback button. And on that little feedback button, it just, uh, you can, it says email the show and it comes right to me. And I have all control over hiding all the mean there's comments. There's a shock. Me. Right. So like, the there's been a lot of, like, get her off of here. How dare she? Why did she pronounce the word like that? But you don't hear about those. No. And right to the trash. And yeah. I've been Done. holding on to every one of them. <laughs> Tom, you know what I really like is that bubalakia. Yeah, that's exactly how you pronounce it. There's no question. There is a guy that writes in every day when Tevin's on that Derek, says... Derek DeHart. That's my guy. Derek DeHart writes him, in every day. I haven't given him a shout-out in a while, but shout-out Derek. And he always writes in saying, tell Tevin hi. So if you're on the show every day, Derek, you have to step up because I expect that every day because he used to do right in every Wednesday. Well, yeah, well that's because that's when I used to be on. So he was every Wednesday like clockwork. Derek, me and Derek had a little moment. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. That's my, he's, he's my number one fan. <laughs> he has fan. one fan. Look at his head already. Yo, oh my God. Yeah. You know what I think. Right till you do get your I, first hate mail. Right. Then so you're going to feel like a million bucks. Am I in the Radio bucks. Hall of Fame now, or do we? <laughs> uh, when do you start getting the letters like I get? It's letters in the old days, now it's emails. Yeah. But yeah. When Catherine was on a jury for, I think, seven months for a double murder. The guy gets found guilty of double murder, sentenced to like three life terms. Mm -hmm. He died in prison, actually, recently. Rest in peace. I get the letter. This is your fault. It was your wife that did this to me. It's like, oh, okay. Jeez. Well, I remember when your studio was out of, like, above Acme, and yeah. there was, like, a brief period of time where Catherine was like, hey, make sure the door is always locked. Like, we have some guy that oh, has yeah. been sending some weird letters. Like, yep. yeah. I once had a guy call for literally wanted to kill me because I said Highway 100 instead of 100 whenever I would do the traffic 100. report. Who cares? Highway 100. He's like, if you don't start saying one, I swear to God. I was like, <laughs> it like stuck with me because it was so funny. And I was harsh. like, really? Out of everything that I do wrong, that's what right. you're going to hold on to? And I remember yep. like, um, 
God, what's his name? Uh, Scott called me in his office and was like, you need to stare to say Highway 100. And I was like, oh, he got to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, that's when I would lean into it. I and know. I'm like, this is Highway 100. Yeah. It's uh, sponsored by whatever this guy's name is. And like, yeah. that's Well, just... she also said Quattro Nano Quattro, which is 494. But, you know, <laughs> that pissed me off. <laughs> Quattro, that's funny. Oh, well, listen to her. Oh, that's that is funny. I didn't think uh, about it. Uh, not funny, funny enough for a laugh. Just a, No, I, no, absolutely I not. find that humorous. Yes. Get away from me, both of you. Let me chuckle. I'm gonna Go get your closer. own studio. That's all I'm saying. This is my studio. Look how I treat it. Yeah. Shit, holy central. <laughs> Stuff really great. everywhere. Really great, wonderful. We have to take a break. My God. Oh, we definitely have to take a break. You all have helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times, so thank you for that. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. That is a fact. You heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent and yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% saving. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally, and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy, and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years, and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. Wow, Total Wine really does have everything. I found your favorite bourbon, an awesome vodka, oh, and Ruthie. Uh, Ruthie? That's me. Always happy to help. Honey, Ruthie found that amazing Cabernet you loved. Oh. 
Oh yeah, that Cabernet was really good. And we have it for the lowest price in town. We've got to get another bottle. So glad we found Ruthie. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, be 21. This. Go to TomBernardShow.com keyword prize to enter the Pick Your Prize Contest. You could win one of 14 prizes, each worth $10,000. Like $10,000 in home improvements from Minnesota Rusco and Companies. Or a LASIK eye procedure from Dr. Lobanoff at Ovo LASIK and Lens and a fantastic vacation. Or a two-year lease on a 2024 Kia from Loopy and Kia. For a complete prize list, go to TomBernardShow.com keyword prize. Enter daily now. Qualifiers selected daily starting March 18th. And one lucky finalist will pick their prize. Is the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast? Now we're talking. What are you rifling through in there? I was looking for the the read that I thought you said you needed. What read? You made them all nervous because you said, "What is this pile?" And everyone started freaking out. And I'm ready to check. There was a pile over there. I'm ready to check to my masseuse. I, I can't hear much on this side of the glass. So when Tevin's like, AJ did something, yeah. I'm like, okay. You made everybody AJ nervous. messed up everything. I was like, I know we got Chris Edgar coming up. I know he's got a, a, a read that we have to say going into it. So I was like, oh, no, he doesn't have it. No, I thought no, I gave no, it. No, we got that one. There we go. Then we go. Tevin got all worked well, up, like, which got AJ know. all worked up, and I was ready to check to somebody. But I don't. where did they come from? I have no idea. That's weird because I always put them over here. That's you a guys, it's a pile of paper. It's not going to end the show. Give it to me. Why don't you shut it over, it over here. I want to hold on to it. Okay, them. you hold on to the pile. <laughs> yeah, don't get go. AJ all worked up like that. It's just a lot of false alarms because I had Chris Eger calling me saying he couldn't get into his computer oh, again. Chris. And now, and now. Typical, typical, typical. All right. Mr. News brought Becker. to you by Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold called Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. News with Chris Eggert brought to you by Josh Arnold. What's happening, Pally? Well, good morning. Guten Tag. I'm sorry to throw AJ. AJ, I threw a wrench at you this morning. I couldn't get into this stupid computer. So I called him, and he was like, why are you calling? And uh, so are you I, bothering that, me? This all started with, <laughs> I apologize, AJ. I'm a fragile guy, Chris, and you know, well, you're, actually, just, you're shaking I, my tree. I'm not apologizing shaking because this tree. Stupid equipment wouldn't turn on. That's not my fault. But I do apologize for causing you stress. You sound yeah. really old when you're like, I couldn't sign into my computer. <laughs> no, see, that's bullshit because I oh, have nothing well. to do with this. Like, ah. I'm, so, I'm so sick of when technology doesn't work that yeah. people blame the people who are the ones trying to use the technology because mm-hmm. yeah. that's crap. I know how to operate a computer. Yeah. I had nothing to do with that. I'm going to leave this thing in disrepair. Every, laying all over the place. The every, microphones are over there. Every time I'm on my talk, Chris, I sneak into that little uh, little room out off, off the lunchroom, and I just unplug one cord. Maybe that's what you did then because, <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's like have some respect. People use this stuff for other things. It's my hobby. I don't have much going on. I can't do my crossword puzzles, I guess, during the show. So now my all hobby right. is just one cord. Wait, is that's that fair? Is that the room that's right off by the yeah. cafeteria? Yeah. Oh, I know. Do you know what you can do sometimes? And it's kind of fun. Is you go in there, day? take a picture, and then you send it to Chris and go, I'm in your living room. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> and write him notes. He loves it. Wait, next time I'm coming with, we're taking a selfie together. Yeah, right? it's yeah. super fun. I, I actually am scared to write notes and stuff because I don't want your, co- I don't know who uses the studio and I don't want it to look like a death threat if it's like some <laughs> silly joke between us. I'm going to find you. Yeah. Yeah. You cut out some magazine pieces that'll be a good that's always a good way yeah there you go (laughs) there you have it ladies and gentlemen that's all you need to know so let's get back to the real world now yeah let us 
So what's happening in the news, Pally? Uh, well, we got no deal on the government shutdown, so we have oh, that Jesus. going on. When are they going to um, grow up? Act surprised. Uh, this was an interesting one that came out yesterday, and we were kind of following up on today, that Target is going to have to close some of its stores. Yep, because of crime. Um, because of crime, which Jesus. I don't think is a big surprise to people. But um, what did I read? Let me see if I grab the, grab the figure with me. Uh, I didn't grab it. It was like a ridiculous amount of money that they were losing because of that. I was mm -hmm. like, I, I think yeah. maybe it was like 500 million or something. Like a lot of money. That's a lot of freaking money. Um, so that, that was something that happened yesterday. Uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of the things that we've been talking about here and trends we've been seeing, I feel like that could very easily spill into some other chains mm -hmm. and maybe already has. We just pay attention to it a little bit more because it's target. So yeah. Could I ask you a question about that? Why do we go on television, on the radio and whatever, and talk about people getting away with stealing things? Because it just gets more people saying, oh, if they get away with it, now maybe I'll go steal things. Well, not to bring up a, a touchy subject, um, but <clears throat> you guys had a clip of it for a while that you were playing when I confronted some people who were stealing things out of the Target. That's how all people should riots. have. Yep. And I still have people walk up to me today and like thank me for saying something to them. See? And I still don't know if that was the right thing, but I know what I, I know if I saw my kids taking something out of some uh, right. place that they didn't pay for, I would call them out on it and I that was my reaction and Okay, uh, so yeah, anyway. In conclusion, we just need Chris out in the street going, Hey, is that yours? <laughs> I it's it. funny, Brittany. I had a guy who's one of the listeners of the podcast come up to me at the fair and like specifically point that out and thank me for doing that. It was cool. Know? It was cool you did that. It was all in our thoughts, but it also did nothing for anyone ever. So people walking around thinking yeah. that you solved, oh, thanks for being a national hero by having an obvious human moment by going, hey, is that your flat screen TV you're carrying? I know. I know, right? Like, it's just. Well, it's well, true. What the guy said, though, he put it, he goes, he goes, I watched, he goes, I watched cops. I watched, he was like saying, yeah. basically, he watched everybody sit there and watch it and not yeah. say anything. Mm -hmm. No, um, it was a very human moment and we all appreciated it, but it was just very funny that yeah. it wasn't even like an accusation, like, because it was, this guy was obviously looting. I'm not, I'm not a news person, so I can say this. This man was obviously looting. And Chris's reaction is, is, is that yours? Well, yeah, I like it. it. Shows bravery. It's so funny because you're still walking the line. Well, I'm like, I, did I don't want to make assumptions. In my head that I couldn't be too accusatory about oh. it, but I still had to say something. It's like if he stopped and said, "Yeah, actually, I'm just this is mine from home, getting it rewired yeah. at the store down the street." Yeah. Meanwhile, the store behind him is literally on fire. fire. I mean, right. <laughs> Sir. Could I see your receipt for that as the whole world is looting and burning to the ground? That was a crazy day. <laughs> but so that, Tom, we were talking about that this morning, and then there had also been a case of this happening overnight last night in Philadelphia where um, about 100 people or so, I think they ended up arrested 10 of them for breaking into some businesses and looting in Philadelphia too. So it's, uh, yeah, it's something that's happening. I have a question for you because... I don't know why I feel this way or all the rest of it, but all these people, oh, don't charge people with crimes just because they're looting and breaking into stores and stealing. Don't charge them with a crime. 
What if it was your daughter or son that just lost their job at Target because of this? Would that be okay with you too? Yeah. Uh, it's dangerous when they do that. You want your daughter or son around dangerous people like that? Do you really? You, how, do, how is it that people never understand that if you let them loot, stores are going to close and tons of people are going to lose their job? How do you not care about that as another human being? Well, I think that that's the, a, a good point to come back to because, again, like whatever the, whatever the amount of money, the losses in the millions and millions of dollars, like yes. that's, real, yep. that's real money. Like I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people can be like, ah, oh, it's a big company. They've got a lot of money, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. I think like Target's a perfect example. We know that because it's headquartered here. Like that money actually trickles down to people's jobs and people mm-hmm. who live on our blocks. Yes. People who, you know, we know and friends and relatives and, you know, so that, that I, I do think that people lose sight of that. But I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know what what's going through somebody's head when they decide to do that. But, um, yeah. Well, you pull over and park your car and four guys run up with guns and rob you. What if somebody did that to your, uh, child, your brother, your sister there, Mr. Robber man, how'd you like that? If it happened to your relative, why can't people think about other, anything but themselves anymore? What happened? uh, It's definitely, yeah, it's a problem. Pisses Um, me off. On the same note, the Minneapolis Police Department had, um, we had this this morning, the Minneapolis Police Department is part of all their federal oversight. They have to basically appoint an independent commission that's not government, it's not a government entity mm-hmm. to oversee some of the changes that they're supposed to be making as an institution. Um, and apparently they opened that back up to people because they don't like or they don't have enough interested parties in being in charge of that oh, and then really? i'm thinking why would you want to be in charge of that like that sounds like an awful 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 task right no you're absolutely right about that yep and with no winner because no matter what you do it's going to be the wrong thing that's kind of a given isn't it now no matter what you do i mean it's i wrong. hate to look at it that way yeah, but it's, yeah. i mean it is well this is an interesting maybe you guys we had this story this morning um have you guys been to a restaurant lately and you try to order. Well, I know two of you don't drink. Um, I don't know about Tevin and AJ, but uh, you can't go to a restaurant. <laughs> in the nice AJ. AJ does the booze hound. AJ makes up for me. Yes, AJ. He goes hard. <laughs> um, nice. You can't get a beer and a THC drink. Right. You have to do one or the other. Yep. Yeah, they don't want you to be what's known as like crossfaded because it's Ooh. two opposite crossfaded. It's two opposite like I guess chemical reactions in your body when you take THC versus alcohol. So we did a little bit more um, looking into that yesterday. Uh, Channel Five did, and a lot of it comes down to insurance issues. Mm. That is, that's what it's coming down to because the industry's having problems finding liability insurance that covers both THC and alcohol oh yeah and so there's a couple companies that do it but not a lot so some of them are even considering like maybe taking thc off the menu for now until they can get some some clarity on on what to do there that's such an interesting thing because the whole thc thing when they when it got sort of slipped through the legislature yeah a couple years ago and then when it became legal and the people who were in the know knew and all these all these big uh, breweries and companies were like 
scrambling to come up with THC drinks last minute with really no, not, not a lot of them had any insight that this was going to be happening. We had the um, Omar from Surly on the show a couple months ago right. and he was talking yeah. about it. He was like, we, he goes, it, it was really took us by surprise, but it's also become a pretty big seller for them now too. So um, that'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. You know, I'm all for like people making their own decisions, but sometimes you just go, that's probably not a bad idea. Like you don't need to be wasted and decide that you're gonna go on a THC adventure on the same night. And right. also like who can afford that life? I feel like, I mean, what, what to like level out, you're paying like $10 a drink and next thing you know, you're just walking straight. Like, I think you should say thank you to the legislatures. I have a question. Now, maybe it's a different generational thing, but I guarantee you every time we sat and played poker yeah. and drank beer, yeah. we also smoked a joint. You got a little right. high. So we've been what, doing that for years. Yeah. What's also, I think, a little bit of the people that are in charge don't necessarily, I mean, they could, we got legalized because it slipped through, right? Like, so it's not like they were pioneering for this and put a lot of right. thought into it. So now it's kind right. of trying to control it. Cause there are, but there are a lot of times where if you are like, not everybody handles alcohol and weed the same. So if you get somebody that's right. never right. Ex like had and they do it in public. Yeah. And now you're in public and you're all, <laughs> no, it's yeah. I mean, that's I the difference versus sitting around playing poker in somebody's basement, Tom versus being at a bar yeah, where that's they've true. got the liability <laughs> to not overserve you. And it just gets more complicated for them, which, which does make sense when you sort of sit there and, and talk it through. And, and then um, also related to that, the governor had picked somebody last week to oversee nice the call. office of cannabis <laughs> management. And then it turned out that that person was implicated for maybe not doing some of the right things for drug dealing. Is that what you're saying? I didn't say that. <laughs> Allegedly. I'm just asking. There are alleged accusations of that one of her shops or something was selling something they maybe shouldn't have been. Isn't that um, called drug dealing? <laughs> I'm just asking. Never mind. Moving on. Maybe in some circles. Yes, there um, you go. <laughs> drug selling, illegal drug selling of too many ounces of yeah, whatever. Right. Um, well, now the the governor has said uh, I made a mistake, and now we really want to hire a bureaucrat for that job. Yes. Right. And not somebody who's in the industry. Do you know so, him at all? What's that? Do you know the governor at all? Not really. I have very limited interaction. I've never even talked to him. I usually talk to the governor. Well, I didn't talk. I talked to Jesse for about the first couple of months he was governor, and then after that we haven't spoken since. Yeah. But I just, I don't, I don't get him. This Walls is that his name? Mike Walls, Bill Walls, uh, what Tim is it? Walls. Tim, Tim Walls. <clears throat> I don't, I don't understand him at all. I look at that guy and go, "This is the guy you pick for your governor." He looks like somebody's dopey uncle. <laughs> well, does he? Doesn't he? Did you take him in a fight? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a real bitch. That'd be real hard. <laughs> God. Yeah, I bet you he's real quick. <laughs> oh Sunday, Sunday, God. Sunday. That's how I know he's a shitty governor. Yeah, can't be governor if you, you can't, can't beat me in a fight. Hey, hey, yeah, think back to Abe Lincoln. That dude could throw down. Like, right. He would get in fist fights on the 
Yeah. Whatever. When he was a state lawmaker in Springfield, Illinois, like he would, he would throw down with a yeah, with he an would. MF if yep. they were going to mess with him. With an MF, I like that. That works for me. I mean, Abe Lincoln, that guy was like really frail. Yeah. And, yeah. Dude, like he's, he's one of those wiry leg. dudes. Sometimes you got to be really scared of those wiry dudes yeah. because they will just beat you down. It's like meth power without the meth. Like they're very yeah. lanky and grabby, and you're like, you're screwed. Like you're always yeah. surprised when the lanky got person. That reach. You got yeah, that. they got that reach. Yeah. The, bulls, got... the Bulls need them in the post. They need a new center. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. There you go. Oh, you been really something. good on that, the, the team that won all the championships. What the hell are you talking? What? God, what a dope. <laughs> You're dopey. That's all I have to say. That's, that's AJ. AJ started that. Idea. Yeah, he did. It's his fault. That's, that's on me, guys. No, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not trying to judge the guy too much. He just, he, he just doesn't seem like he knows what the hell he's doing. I think he's got a, I think he's got a, maybe a little, I don't want to say this. I think sometimes his, he's confusing because sometimes he's the, oh shucks, I'm from greater Minnesota. Mm -hmm. I got a flannel shirt on. I'm right. I'm everyone. And then maybe the next time you see him, he's, I've got my suit on. I'm. You know, yeah. in lockstep with some of the very prominent, you know, uh, Democrats in the state, and you think like, well, this is some guy who like probably has aspirations to be higher up in the party at some point. So I, I don't know. Maybe that's sort of what some of the. I mean, I don't know if it's confusion, but I do think he kind of has. He's got many different looks. So what I understand, yeah, I just. I don't know. I, I've never met him, never talked to him. I, I usually, uh, well, I never talked to Bob Dayton when he was governor either. But I usually, you know, either go have dinner with the governor or do whatever for several of them. But I haven't, I haven't even met the last couple. I don't even know, I don't know him at all. That's like normal, I, Tom. Not- yeah, I also have not had dinner with Tim Walls. So don't he invited you. Yeah, I, it's like a very normal thing to not know him. It's no, but I'm not. just saying that's been part of my job over the years, yeah. knowing these politicians and all that. Like Dean Phillips came in and did the show, and you know, so yeah, it's part of my job and all the rest of it. But these these new people. Well, first of all, Bob Dayton. Did he know where he was when he was in office? You know, uh, Mark Dayton. Um, Mark Dayton. Mark- yeah, Bob it, was the one out at Spring Hill. I forgot. I actually spent a couple of hours with with mark um mm-hmm. at the governor's residence was he hiding under a de- desk no he, he we were doing a story about how they it's such a random story but how they had made a bunch of conversions to the governor's residence for his dogs because the guy like loved his dogs. right so he had these big german shepherd dogs kind of like remember those dogs from uh uh magnum remember that guy who had the two dogs a magnum pi mm-hmm you guys okay? You remember that? Yeah. So it kind of reminded. Nobody me else of that. wanted to respond to you. They they weren't talking. I to didn't, you but I didn't want to like ruin your story because yeah. Tom said anyway, he did. I did a we did a story about that. It wasn't for the news. It was for Twin Cities Live or something. It was a you know feature ish story. I found him to be a vi- like not at all what I expected from him. Mm-hmm. Um, very very kind, very grandfatherly. That's very, what I heard. Very, yeah. Very with it. Because I think sometimes he, well, there was a whole run there where he was like caught on camera, like, like kind of not knowing what to say and looked mm-hmm. like he was super out of it and whatever. But I, 
I th- I thought he was he was very with it, and I, I was very surprised from what well, my good. perception glad, of, yeah, of him was. So, I'm glad well, to hear that. What were what, what were the house adjustments we made for the dogs? Well, they basically have like these gates and fences and all this crap, like all over the place. And like this is also a a public building yeah. like that people are working out of. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was super weird. Like you walk in there and these like dog fences going all these different directions. It was like it's like going to the stockyards where they've got shoots going every different <laughs> direction. And it was super weird. That's like so funny when you because like I'm not a responsible person, and if I was in mm-hmm. charge. That's what I would do. I'd do it around here. I'd have my dogs come right. and like I'd have like a little cat, you know, tunnel everywhere. So it's weird when like grown ups who have real responsibilities also make those calls where I go, Yeah, you're not supposed to be in charge. Yeah. It was it was it was super weird. So you're um, expecting your governor to just get rid of his dogs because he's not No, got like believe it or office? not, you can go to work without your dogs. Ooh. Like you don't, clearly don't love your pets. I, I, I brought my dogs here before. They chill out. But, like, if I had to, like, redo the studio for the dogs, you guys would probably yeah. say, hey, it's probably leave them home with Justin. Right. They'll be fine. I've been trying to get my new cat to come in here, and everybody's, oh, he's going to poop on things and destroy stuff. Oh, okay. Probably. <laughs> hey, I already spent a lot of money putting that window in so you could see AJ. Yeah. That was your idea. Yeah, see? So he, <laughs> he goes, hey, how you doing? I just want AJ to have a friend. I want to put my little cat in there with him. They'll just sit there and chill yeah, out. Well, that's, we're not going to start doing that. Uh, we're good. Big deal. Yeah, I'm going to bring in my boa constrictor tomorrow. and It's uh, my therapy boa. It's yeah. my, th- exactly. Boa. <laughs> oh, snake grind around here would not uh, You would not, out. I wouldn't come in. I wouldn't come in either. Not coming in. Big babies. I dated a guy. A poisonous snake, what's the problem? I don't think boas are... Poisonous. It doesn't That's even. I'll say point. it doesn't even have to be poisonous. Like I just am not. She just corrected me on something I did on purpose. Well, how would I know? Because you're a dope. I'm supposed to know that you. Oh, I said do. you're a dope. So you're, you said that. Are those lips on your shirt? Yeah, they're little. Well, they are lips. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Um, I don't know got lips on her shirt. <laughs> I dated Chris's a guy. Revelation. <laughs> I dated a guy whose roommate had a boa constrictor, and it was the worst really? experience of my life. Did. <laughs> oh well. That's the second time we made a dick reference because of a boa constrictor. Really by the way, nice. really this show nice. is. I gotta go. He's gotta go. Unhinged. He's gotta go. We'll talk Goodbye. to you later, Pally. Bye. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert brought to us every day by Josh Arnold. So what were you saying? You were doing what? I dated a guy with whose roommate well, had a boa constrictor. Yeah, no. And I yeah. lived my life, I'd wake up in the middle of the night, convinced, started eating my foot. Like I, because they would let him free roam once in a while. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait, you're dating a guy. What are you doing sleeping over there? Hello. Dating we a guy. We would make love. Oh, oh my God. God. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Well, there was, there was a story that, <laughs> there was a story that came out a long time ago, but there was a lady that had a pet boa constrictor and she would let it sleep in the bed next to her and she was like oh it's so great like it's so cute it like will lay the long way next to me and she posted a photo of her and the snake and somebody commented was like hey just so you know it's not like laying next to you it's stretching itself out to see if it's big enough to eat you yet you should probably get rid of it don't sleep next to your pet boa constrictor why Why would you anyway why would you i'm sorry snake people come for me send me emails i don't care why do you have a pet snake? It's, what what it's are you weird. doing? It's weird. Stop it. They're not supposed to be pets. 
Okay. I'm not going to argue with, especially boa constrictors. Like, it doesn't want to be your pet. in the kitchen. There's no proof that it wants to be around you. It's right. like always slowly either trying to eat you or get away from you. Yep. Yeah, I, that's, I, I would have to agree with you. That's not a good, sleeping with a boa constrictor. No, thank you. Ugh. Not a chance. We do have to take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Tom here. I just read a great success story from an online review for MN Fat Loss. In her review, Karen writes, The team at MN Fat Loss is caring, and they're wonderful. And I can say that is true. They are very supportive, and I had a great experience. I lost 10% of my body weight easily. The plan is simple, and I ate real food. I finally learned how to eat right. I had previously tried so many other weight loss plans. None of them taught me how to eat right. I feel so much better. I sleep better. And all my aches and pains have gone away. Thank you so much to the MN Fat Loss team. Well, great job, Karen. And I'm very happy to hear about your success. Are you ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com, like I did. Schedule a free phone consultation. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. You don't have to take time off of work or get a babysitter for the kids. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff. You can share your goals, learn about the program, and see if it is a good fit to help you lose weight and feel better. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away. So that's good, too. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. Let them know that Tom sent you, please. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. Now that you know you can listen to the new Tom Bernard Morning Show online, or better yet, on the new Tom Bernard Show app, let's tell you how to listen whenever you want to hear the show. It's called Podcasts. If you downloaded the Tom Bernard Show app, congrats. Just go to the stacked three-line icon, bottom right corner of the screen, and click on the word Podcasts. That's it. Choose one and listen whenever and wherever you want. If you're on your computer, go to the website, TomBernardShow.com. Click on Podcasts at the top. Choose Tom Bernard Morning Show. Every day's show will be there in its entirety, labeled the Tom Bernard Morning Show. So now you know how to podcast the show and listen on your schedule. The whole morning show. You can also get each day's shows on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. But the best way to get all things Tom Bernard is at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. It's free and in your app store. This is the new Tom Bernard Morning Show. Wow, Total Wine really does have everything. I found a great Prosecco for under $8, your favorite Cabernet, and Ruthie. Uh, Ruthie? Hi, that's me. What can I help with? Oh, thanks for recommending that amazing French rosé. And I can't believe it was under $7. I know, right? You can't beat that price. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Let's grab some more. So glad we found Ruthie. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, be 21. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked! And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. Welcome to the Continental. From the world of John Wick comes a Peacock original three-part event that takes us back to 1970s New York. The Continental. This institution wields power beyond your imagination. 
Let's take this house and everything that comes with it. The Continental, from the world of John Wick. Streaming now. And away we go. Only on Peacock.